is good, my loves. Hate the fine dogs, the fine dudes. I got something for both of you. I'm going to keep it short. I'm in the middle of taking my supplements, but I have a meeting in the next 15 minutes, so I thought I would just come on here and share it with you. I'm pretty sure I'm going to title this um, My Catalyst Love Languages or Languages Love or something like that, The Language of Love. But I do have something for the ladies and for my masculines. So um, I'm going to try to rush through it. I hope I can do it some justice. But um, I want to start off with, uh, you, you, you all know I have, I really enjoy Mina's content. <clears throat> I've talked about her content several times and kind of just given my reaction to the things that she's posting posting up. So she is the YouTuber for Universe Guru and Million Dollar Babes. And one is more for like relationships. If you're like looking to get a husband or spouse or significant other uh, and a quality one at that. Million Dollar Babes is for you. <clears throat> um, and then if you're, you know, uh, liking the, the metaphysical and esoteric part uh, and the inner work that that comes with you know having a high frequency and all of that then definitely check out universe guru that being said i don't remember which of the two channels she put it on but she just recently uploaded something that says how to have men wrapped around your little finger so your girl was like let me just go check it out let me just i just want to hear it like you know what is it that what's the secret sauce what is it about it well wouldn't you know it has to do with emotions and i was like wah, 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 right um i hope that when i share my experiences about my rising and my mercury and my venus and my moon and what it means to me i hope that part of your inner work and the assignment should always be you checking in to see what's your rising, what's your Mercury, what's your your Mars, what's your bedroom style, what is your communication style, you know, what makes you <clears throat> turn on, essentially, right? And then celebrate it, right? I think that there's no wrong way to do you. So with that being said, and me understanding that I embody more so of my rising, which is my Virgo, I uh I think what really helped was reading the uh erotic astrology that we did a couple uh is it about a couple weeks now? Uh and that one it just made me kind of chuckle because I knew there were some little quirks in there and that type of thing. And you can even listen to my older content and I'm like that doesn't make sense. Da -da -da -da, right? And so when I read the uh esoteric astrology for Virgos and how they relate to other signs what came in, what kept coming up is we're analytical, right? So I'm not, I, I do like muscles and I do like, you know, kind of like the chiseled jawline and the, you know, like deep voice and like presence and 6'5", 6'11", 6'2", whatever, you know, type of just really masculine presence. But with that being said, it's another layer to it. Like you have to be able to it has to make sense, not only in terms of like how you, you know, have esoteric elements and or really know your stuff and be confident, but but it has to make sense to me. It has to make sense of like, okay, our ages match, our lifestyles match, um, 
And this is someone I could see, you know, being the father of my children, someone that I know that if anything happens to me, he's going to, you know, be able to just make sure that they're getting the quality education that they need, that they're going to need have the, um, the that of a, I don't know, kind of like a, a good father component type of thing. And so... Wouldn't you know, I was listening to Mina. I definitely recommend that you go check her out. Um, and so without spilling too much of the beans and, and doing too much of a spoiler alert, it had to do with emotions. And I was like, dang it. Well, I kind of feel like I'm a little bit at a disadvantage. And I, I have gotten this feedback before. Um, I've shared with you that I had my natal chart run about two years now. Um, and it was pretty pricey. And we spent about six weeks going over my natal chart. And one of the things that came up is that even though I'm super lovey-dovey and and I've talked about it, you know, where the placements are and that type of thing. I am lovey-dovey. I have a lot of water in my chart. Um, but a little bit of the Scorpio side, hard, hard exterior, but soft as all mush on the inside. And But I love romance. I love happy couples. I love family. The idea of family and mini-me's and children just being children, you know, and happy unions and that type of thing. But, you know, it's not that I'm going to fall victim to it. I just have to learn how to emote, right? I have to learn how to express my emotions and how to um, create a safe space for me and my partner. That's part of the assignment, right? That's part of the challenge. And so <clears throat> it was interesting to hear her talk about it. And in the back of my mind, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this assignment. I'm going to take the challenge. I'm going to just learn how to, um, and it will make sense when you watch it because I don't want to do too much of a spoiler alert. And her video was only, if I say it was like only seven minutes, short, so sweet and to the point. She gave four different things. And she also talked about three different responses that you elicit in men, right? Um, one other, because she talks about how we evoke, how women evoke things in men. And one thing that she talks about when she talks about rotational dating is, it's about evoking the the provider and the husband type in that person and um, bringing out those qualities between the both of you, you know, that makes him want to be a husband to you. And not every guy is going to be like that. Remember, we've been talking a little bit about the one tenth rule, right? One in 10 people are going to be high frequency. One in 10 people are going to be, you know, <clears throat> good, kind hearted, wit wise um, spiritual, so on and so forth, right? So it's not going to work on everyone. It's going to work on the type of person that has those types of traits. <clears throat> but she also talks about in this in that video, um, your women elicit three ex responses in men, and I elicit. If you listen to it, you're going to be like, oh yeah, she she elicits this one. How did she switch over to the to the one that you really want? So I just tried it, you know, um, the places that I go, 
and my mannerisms a little bit and the language and I allowed myself to feel more especially when I was talking with men and or kind of like allowing them to feel when they're in the moment with me and it doesn't have to be anything sexual it just means I'm a woman you're a man and whatever and I have noticed that it's a really nice place to be I if I'm honest I think one of my fears was um I had heard and you probably heard it like maybe about three weeks ago and I was I remember hearing that a guy said well we like we want women because that's where we can express all our emotions and I felt like it could be a little bit abusive you know especially if they're just dumping on you and or doing like the energy vampire type of approach to it and so you're just going from woman to woman um trying to get that like emotional elixir response out of them so I was just a little bit leery of that but with that being said um I understood that I'm not trying to jump into bed with these people I'm not trying to you know take anything outside of of the bounds of where we were and for that moment in time and I promise you it felt so good and it it was kind of like they were happy I was happy it was different. And I mean, the turnover was one of those things where I did have to do some inner work and pay attention to how I was talking. And I was thinking, about, okay, am I talking from this? Am I going to elicit this type of response if I talk about these type of things? Or do I change some of the language? Some of it, you know, I do like to study things like how to influence people. Um, we've looked at persuasion tactics. We've looked at language and how to, to say and use certain words and so I switched over and caught on pretty quickly y'all I was happy with it I even got to use it with my my catalyst right and um yeah I have three more minutes so here's the cool part so I come in and um I also have used it with a couple of women and it's funny because they don't know what's happening but it kind of feels like they get even more like feminine and girly too but it like they you can tell they leave happy and I feel good like it's I don't know so but um I got to see my my catalyst guy and I went in just aware of like emotions I'm like I'm gonna try it on him um I'm gonna try it in contrast to me just being me I'm gonna try more of the stuff that Mina talked about and when I tell you it worked um it worked really well and so it was on a different level but again I think that um this is the part that got me and this is the part that helps me to identify I think a catalyst better I thought that my ex was a catalyst but now that I I experience what catalyst is I can see where I was a little bit wrong in it you know because this person, you can tell when you talk to him, he's done the inner work. And for my masculines, I know it took me a while to get to the content, especially for my my masculines, was this guy is like an alpha, like, you know, that, that term we throw around, muscular, you know, it's super, like, you can tell it's it's a guy's guy. I've seen him around other women, too. He is a little bit on the flirty side type of a thing, but he's carefree, Um for the most part, but I'm starting to, to hone in that he's done a lot of inner work, right? A lot of shadow work. Um, and there's wisdom behind the things that he's saying. And um, it was funny. I don't even remember what it was. Oh, oh, I remember what it was. 
the one of the first times I talked to him, he told me about all the different places he's traveled to. Um, his job, part of what he does, he it's it's a little complicated, but his job pays him to go uh, travel all around the world. So that's how he's gotten to go to different places. And he said that he also knows a little bit of Spanish. And so I was um, asking him if he spoke any other languages because I, f- I figure sometimes when you travel to those different types of places, sometimes you'll hear somebody can speak like German or French or some other type of, you know. Hey, my love. So this is po- post upload recording. Um, I see that the full... Um, recording didn't go up, um, I guess at the 12 minute and 21 second mark, an alarm did go off. Um, and I thought that it, it was still recording because normally it will stop, but I guess it is a little bit glitchy. And so it kept recording all the way up until about 20 minutes when I ended my message. Um, and then I, I had to power off my phone to, um, get back on and go to my meeting because it wouldn't turn off. It wouldn't let me close out the app. So apparently it only got part of the podcast. And the sad part is I felt like the message was so nice. So um, I'm going to take a little bit of a break and then I think I'm going to... Y'all know I don't like to go back and listen to my own recordings, but I, um, I'm i pretty sure I can just come back in and... Um, and finish off because I had fin- I had gotten to the point where I was talking about the love language and I also talked about the Mina part, but I, I wanted to add the synergy between the two and share my experience with how I took Mina's advice and how that played a role and how that conversation came up. And um, if if I don't come back, definitely go go and check out what Mina has to say, the podcast about how to have men wrapped around your little pinky finger. Do it in your own way. I almost wonder, you know, to a certain degree, yeah, there's glitches and stuff, and sometimes we can come back and do stuff, but I also do believe in divine timing of when messages are, are given, and I, I, um, I even said in the part that I thought I was recording, you know, I'm not going to go into too much details of what I did or what I said or how I did it. Um, And I also talked about some other leading up to before I saw my catalyst. I feel like I just kind of fine tuned and tweaked some things. And it was really nice to be emotional, I think. Um, And um the other side of femininity I kind of talked a little bit about how for the most part I tend to come across a little bit more analytical and logical and and you know the part that as I'm I'm gonna um maybe try to to wrap up what were the most important things I wanted you to take away was um she has you Mina talks about three um emotions that we elicit in in men um and so I was able to pay attention to, am I eliciting um, this feeling, this feeling, or this feeling? And um, it was it was a nice space to be in. Uh, and let me just put my hair down a little bit. And I had kind of mentioned too, part of my hesitancy up until that point was because I have heard that men 
do seek out women because they want the emotional connection. But to me, it kind of felt like they were kind of being vampire, energy vampires and or just constantly seeking to just pull and drain from women and then discarding from them. And that just going from emotional, you know, experience from one to the next to the next. And 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 so I think that emotions are valuable i think that with me i'm typical scorpio in the sense of hard as a shell but underneath it all soft on the inside but so it's not for everyone but i think that this allowed me to just kind of um, relate to people and to elicit that emotional response and um the the good feelings right the good feelings about life and in general and um, it's a happy place to be in, surprisingly. It's not like heavy, dark, sad energy. Um, right? So um, I, I want to think, I think the part that might have definitely, because I only recorded until the 20-minute part mark, was I talked about how um, for my Divine Masculines, I'm so sorry, my loves. Like, I feel like, you know, I talked about how, it was interesting because I think even from a woman's perspective, I thought that, and I'll just keep it 100, and again, I, I really kind of sometimes hate that I keep referring to the exes type of a thing, but it kind of gives you a, um, something to compare notes off of. I thought it was my ex was my catalyst, but with this experience, I can see the um, divergence between the two. And the difference with, with this one is that you can see that... Um, he has taken everything that he has learned in life and he looks for ways to help people. And one of the quotes that I know came out later in the podcast that apparently it didn't go through was, um, I was in another meeting and, um, I guess she was equally as inspired as I was by the men that were talking on the panel and how they were helping people. And making transformational changes, beautiful, right? To hear men in that type of space that are kind of like protectors, providers, using their resources to make a difference, positive impact, transforming lives. And I think that, um, so at the end of the, the meeting, she said, you know, I just wanted to share a quote with you. And the quote was, you know, a, the definition of a true man is a man that is willing to plant a tree so that somebody can sit under a shade, understanding that he may never sit under that tree or or uh, get to enjoy the shade for himself, right? And so that's how his approach is. And um, he also talked a little bit about how the the reason it came up, uh, what his how if he speaks any other languages is because he had shared how his job pays for him to go all around the world. And um, he's he's an expert in this area. And so um, um, I asked him if he knew any other languages. And so because sometimes people, you know, will know like uh, to German or Spanish, uh, not Spanish, uh, German or French or Portuguese or you know, just other types of languages. And so he's like, the second language I speak is love. And I'm like, I started laughing. I'm like, mm. and you already know I'm in the space where I'm figuring out like, I'm more of an analytical lover. I like to um, 
to stick to that. You know, I, I think I can evolve. And obviously, this experience has allowed me to evolve in that way. Um, but I think that... Uh, and then he, he went on to say, you know, I do everything out of love. And that's how I've received everything that I have now um, in life. And he says, I just try to, to find ways to benefit people. And he's like, I like to heal people. And also the other thing that stuck stuck out to me was before this, he was in, he had his own practice. Um, he's not doing whatever he does for the money now. And, but he's not where he used to be. He like, it's hard to explain, but like, he just connects with people, right? I'm pretty sure he watch in like a month or two. I'm going to be like, yeah, haven't seen him for a while, whatever. He's onto his, onto his next assignment onto helping other people type of a thing. Right. But what I wanted to drive home for my masculines is it's really cool because a lot of the times when we think, well, how does a divine masculine speak a love language? Right. And you think, oh, he's probably a softy, you know, kind of just whatever. But this person is like, has a presence, muscular. In, in many ways, you can tell it's, it's, your, it's, it's a guy. It's a man's man. Like, you guys would love him. You would be able to watch sports with him and talk about manly things. It's, you know, obviously the polarity is there. There's stuff that I don't understand because he communicates like a, a guy and I'm more on the girly part. Not emotional, but more on the girly part, right? So, but um, what I wanted my masculines to get from this was, you know, uh, we did talk a little bit on the um, sex transmutation. And it's almost one of those things where the word sex can undermine how valuable that information was but it was uh, the 11th chapter of napoleon hill towards the end and so what you see is somebody who has taken all of his life path and um the other thing that i wanted to bring up too that had come up when i was talking about it was um all of us right with our with our natal chart there's something that happens i think between the age of 20 and 30 where we have like this solar return and it can almost make us go down a completely different path and it can feel like the rug is pulled out from under us and we experience changes to our character and our jobs and our our personalities um and so then sometimes if you get married young and early or even your high school and college friends you feel separated because you're almost taken down a, a different path I talked a little bit about how even like for example for illustrative purposes here you have Jesus was born you know this type of thing into a family of a carpenter and then all of a sudden from the age of 30 now he's on a completely different mission right and in three years he's able to accomplish the mission but it was such night and day from where he started from when he was born and I think that for both men and women I can even see how that unfolded in my life and you can see how it unfolded in his life the other thing I wanted to kind of uh, connect with my divine masculines too is that just that gentle reminder. And I think for my divine feminines, even when we talk about the twin flame journey, um, we we tend to gravitate towards the twin flame thing because we want the, the love, the romance, the sex, the chemistry, the passion, right? The intensity and all of it that comes with it. But one of the 
things that I I came to love about the Twin Flame journey, although I'm no longer on it, I've recused myself from it, right? Same as I have done with Christianity, but I can still pull like the story of Jesus and his timeline 30 years before he does that transition, that transformation. Same thing with, with Twin Flame journey. The other component is the mission, right? So Divine Masculine's hanging there with me, but it's it's the mission component, right? So your twin flame or a catalyst is either going to plant seeds in you or evoke something in you that's going to make you come into alignment with your with your mission. And sometimes it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to end up with that person, right? But all of us that that consider ourselves to be a divine feminine, divine masculine, we have a mission. It's not a fluffy term that we toss around, you know. Um, and I think sometimes we, we like to, some people like to identify with divine feminine, divine masculine. And it's just kind of like this loose term that we use. And then you have the second tier, which, we, you know, we'll do the inner work and the shadow work. And we'll talk about high frequency things and the esoteric. But, the, but that at the end of the day, we have a mission, right? There's no point in you uh, going and doing all that inner work and you're not making an impact and influence in your community and changing at least one person in your life around you, right? That's what sets us apart. And so I think for my divine masculines, it's like going back to that tree quote, you know, you can shine in just about any area. It could be, I, I think I had shared in, obviously it didn't get uploaded, but I talked about how even um this guy that was in automotive was able to help me with my vehicle. But even with the other guys that were there, you could tell it was kind of like, that's, going the step above and beyond. He took his area of expertise and made sure that I was taken care of, right? You can do that with healthcare, with, um, with you know, medical profession, medical profession as a lawyer, as a counselor, as a teacher, as a biologist, chemist, as a, um, just about any field, right? Um, whether you're in sales, business, marketing, as a supervisor, manager, Right. Even as an employee, how do you take your experiences and and learn how to add to that person? Because the the you're probably wondering, well, what does that have to do with the love thing? Right. And so it was interesting to hear the his definition of love. That's how a catalyst you can tell he's done the inner work and the inner inner uh, the inner work because he went on to, to talk about how you know, making a difference in other people's life, right? And understanding that if you put out love in his way, he will get back love, right? Um, and so I think as I'm going to close out here, because uh, <laughs> I am in bed, I'm a little bit um, exhausted, but I think that it's coming out just as beautiful, if not even more beautiful than the the, the message that I thought I had uploaded, but... Um, 
don't worry about it too much because just the same way that I heard Mina talking about, you know, how to have a a man wrapped around your pinky. And I'm like, well, I'm not dating anytime soon, but I wanted to hear it. And I wanted to to hear it from my perspective and see if, if, you know, how I felt about it. And did I agree or, or was I so far off the path? And so I just allowed myself to kind of do some little tweaks and who knows, maybe one day I will come on here and share some of the things I said and did and how, I, you know, a little bit more behind the scenes of what that experience was like for me with other people, but also with him. But I think that, you know, I do remember hearing the message and I'm like, I'm just going to try it. And I kind of just paid attention to how I was communicating with people Um, And I used everything I've learned about emotional intelligence and it worked. Right. And I don't think that it's something that Mina could have said to kind of coach me through it. I just had to be self-aware about how I've come across. I had to reflect on what she said and kind of figure out, Okay, this is true. I can see why I'm coming across this way Um, and fine tune some things. And now I know how to. You know, still baby steps, still um, training wheels on. But I was able to to kind of be able to um, switch over to that side. And I think for my Divine Masculines, that's where you're going to do just a little bit of inner work. Like, I think you if you've been listening to me for almost two years now, y'all, then you're kind of self-aware. I hope that when I talk about my rising and my moon and my, my Mercury and my Venus and my Mars and all these other things that you tap in to see where you are and what makes you tick and what makes you so unique, right? Um, and so I'm thinking that at this point, my tribe, we're kind of self-aware and for my divine feminines, you're going to figure out what, which of these three emotions am I eliciting in the, in the masculine, right? And, um, I think that you can, you know, sometimes you really do want to be in, in number one that she talked about. And sometimes you want to be in number three, right? And maybe sometimes you can have synergy and have both, right? Um, two of the three, Heck, you might even want to have three of them. Shoot, listen, don't get me started, right? But, um, and then for my men, it's like, don't shy away from, you know, love being your second language, right? Or, or one of your languages. And I wanted to assure you that you can absolutely be this the word that we throw around this alpha male who's just out there, you know, like just doing stuff and just, you know, still loving life, still, you know, um, at the top of your game is still asserting yourself and being confident and a man's man, but, um, being self-aware enough to where, both of them, you know, I think kind of talk about emotions, right? And healthy emotions and how to be comfortable with those. And then also the step above emotions is how do you heal people? Because I think divine feminines, we can learn from from what he said too, right? Like, even when I think about how I go about my my day, how do I heal people? How do I plant seeds to make sure 
you know, that um, you're going to get the most out of everything that I've learned in life, right? So I hope that at the end of the day, this was some type of a blessing. So 12 minutes or 18 minutes with 12 minutes, I'm probably a little bit over the eight, uh, 30 minute mark that I like to be in, but I hope it was a blessing. Um, hope I plant some seeds there. Y'all have some homework. I am kind of like an assignment type of a girl. I know there's another um, podcast that I have coming down the pipeline where I want to talk about the lyrics from Kanye's, one of Kanye's songs. Um, and it's so interesting to me. I wanted to break it down lyric by lyric. Um, and one of the lyrics that he talks about is he says his mom is, his mom said that he was petty. No, no, his mom said that she was um, that she was challenged and he said that she was petty for calling him challenged. But the truth is, I think that all of us are challenged. And I that's one lyric, uh, one line. But I wanted to go through several of the verses with you and kind of just talk about how uh, he's still communicating out of his shadow side. But a lot of us are a lot of us identify with how he feels and how he relates to the things that show up in our life. But I can one thing I will say is that his mom was right. He is challenged, but so are we. And I don't know if the tragedy is that we know that we're challenged or that we don't know that we're challenged. But in either event, all of us are challenged. So you'll want to come back and tune in for that one. It has been a long week, but a good week. And we're going into the weekend. I've been getting so many invites to stuff. I was going to mention this before. And um, I'm not really the most outgoing type of girl. So I it does cause me a little bit of stress. So, um, and so, but with that being said, my full intention is to, to be at home and get some more down, get some more podcasts out. Um but it just is what it is, right? I am a money magnet. I am a people magnet uh, type of thing. <laughs> when you start to vibrate at a certain frequency, you just really do start to attract a lot of people. And sometimes you want to try to hide away and that type of thing. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. I'm learning how to manage those conversations and and not hurt people's feelings when I know damn well I'm not going to... There is an interesting one that I want to go to. Um, he had just invited me to go to this. There's a golf tournament. And I don't know if some of you remember way, way back when I first started podcasting. And I was on a um, planning committee for a fundraiser. And it was supposed to be a golf tournament. So it's really nice to get that full circle again um, and get back into that environment and to get into like the country golf club. Actually, this is the second guy in one week that has invited me to go golfing with him. Um, that was last week. And then that this week was another completely random person. But he um, I see this guy more more frequently. And he's the type of guy like you go in, he'll pay for everything. And um, he yeah, like super cool. So I'm pretty sure you'll be hearing more about him, too. But I would love to learn golfing anyways. But I would say next summer. Um, definitely go out there and learn to get my little, like my little skirts and my little, you know, like tennis dresses with the little visors, get up on my game on my sunscreen that I need and, and get my own set of like golf stuff. 
And then another, I got invited to a couple of birthday parties. I love my Libras. So, you know, type of thing. Virgos and Libras. Um, my, among my favorite people, my dad is a Libra. Um, and there was another one too. I was trying to remember what it was. But yeah, I just kind of like, uh, you know, those dances where you kind of like dance through a crowd, but you're like, exiting getting to the exit door so i'm just like all right cool peace see ya bye peace out okay chill bye da, da, da. and i'm out so but um <laughs> it just is what it is so um yeah look out for the podcast i'm gonna break down kanye's lyrics a little bit um and just have fun with it i, I think you might enjoy it I, I i don't know we'll see I'll i'll look and see how many um listens we have but let me get off of here until the next podcast you know, let's practice our our emotions, healthy emotions, practicing love as our language for both feminine, divine feminine, divine masculine. And um, I feel like there's one more thing, but I'm going to probably fall asleep. And then that's why I won't be able to wake. I won't be able to fall asleep later after midnight. So, all right. Bye, 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 bye.